0: Hello and welcome to This Week, the podcast that helps you learn English through stupid conversations. My name is Owen.
1: And my name is Mark. Remember guys, it's not important to understand everything we say. Remember to focus on understanding the context of our conversations.
0: Did you like my funny intro? It was brilliant,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I loved it a lot, yeah. It was very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it a lot. I loved it a lot. <laughs> Um oh, I wanted to talk to you about a topic that we've actually spoken about before in the past um, or more so a, a gentleman um, I don't know if we, we spoke about him because of, of a topic that we mentioned or if he just came up naturally yeah. in the conversation um, to come up in conversation is for something to spontaneously or um, not purposefully to be in a conversation. So something to come up uh, in conversation mm. is when something is spontaneously brought up in the conversation. But anyway, um what I wanted to talk to you about is Elon Musk again.
0: Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, Elon.
1: Oh, Elon. Um, he's a strange person.
0: It's coming it's becoming clearer and clearer that he's an oddball.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oddball. Oddball. oddball A L L oddball, oddball is a strange person.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Probably a little offensive, but uh.
1: yeah, 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 If someone called no, don't say it to somebody's face. Yeah, if someone called me an oddball, I would. It's not. It's it's not very offensive. You you could no,
0: but it's not a nice thing to say. If you you
1: called me an oddball, maybe I would go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're an oddball, man. (laughs)
1: I'd laugh a little bit not knowing if you were being sarcastic or ir- ironic <laughs> or if it was the truth. No. Um, well, the reason I wanted to talk to you about uh, Mr. Mr. Musk. What a name. I never, I never thought of that before. Mr. Musk. Hmm. Um, he, <laughs> he was recently fined 20 million dollars um uh, by the SEC which is like the governing body of um the market the the mm-hmm. financial market in the United States and he was f- SEC SEC I think
0: SEC yeah okay
1: um he was fined he was fined because he tweeted um I'm sure you know the tweet he tweeted uh, I think in August about taking his company private and that he had secured funding or he had secured money to do this um and it's unclear obviously it's unclear what he actually meant but i think it was supposed to be a joke um and obviously the market did not respond to the tweet as if it was a joke and they took it seriously and it affected the stock market um so basically he he has now had to resign or um another phrasal verb for this would be to step down um that's when you resign or when you like um quit a job to step down or to resign he has resigned from his position, um, as chairman of Tesla. He's still the CEO, still the CEO, but he's resigned, um, as the chairman for three years. I think that's the, um.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so there's a uh, a stipulation mm-hmm. that after three years he could become chairman again.
1: Yeah, that's as far as I understand. Um, that's okay. that's what I know
0: so a stipulation is like a um a detail a, a factor in it mm-hmm. would that be correct yeah 100 percent. yes um
1: i just i just think it's it's um it's bizarre it's crazy that this person super super intelligent he seems to to just not care um and he also I don't know if you have seen but on Twitter he posted yesterday or two days ago after the after the fine um was given to him of you know, you must pay twenty million dollars. Um mm-hmm. he posted on Twitter just uh, naughty by nature uh you know the Oh f- the, the 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 rap song. Uh yeah. um you know, What a tool. Uh, it just doesn't seem <laughs> It just doesn't seem right. I don't know. What do you think?
0: It sounds like he might have cracked.
1: Yeah, too much pressure. It sounds like
0: the pressure. Yeah, the pressure's got to him. But it, it's, it, I I wouldn't be, I'm not surprised. You know, what you're saying for such an intelligent person to be doing these peculiar, somewhat uh, stupid or illogical. Illogical is without logic. So um, doing things without thinking them through. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm not surprised that somebody, a very smart person, a genius, we would say, uh, would be doing it. Because if you look in the past, a lot of the greatest minds in history have been strange a people. Bit crazy. Yeah. Like, even, like, ironically, uh, the inventor whose name he uses to call his car company, Tesla. Yeah. So, that's Nikola Tesla. He was a uh, S- I believe Serbian originally I think he was Serbian. from Serbia I don't know I, th- I think he was I could be wrong with that but he lived in America afterwards uh, he was an inventor uh, around the same time as Thomas Edison and Thomas Edison actually destroy, helped destroy Nikola Tesla's uh, career because Thomas Edison turned out to be an asshole you should read the history books he's a fucking asshole but anyway <laughs> um, uh, Nikola Tesla one of the greatest minds ever, he he invented, uh, uh, so AC, DC are two forms of electrical um, output, and he totally created one himself. There wasn't one until he came along. AC was the only way, and then he did DC. Like, he created that himself. He created uh, radio control, remote control. Um, he, what else, he did loads of things. But he he very rarely spoke to me. But he died a recluse okay, in a hotel what does, room. To,
1: to die a recluse, well, to die is is fairly um, easy. It's Obvious, yeah. but yeah. a recluse is somebody Morta. who has no social interaction with anybody, uh, like purposefully. A recluse, it's not somebody who wants social interaction but doesn't have it. A recluse is somebody who um, intentionally. Um, how would you say? Intentionally...
0: Mm. Uh, stays away from people.
1: Exactly. Intentionally stays away from people.
0: Um, um, famously, the, what, what was the guy who... Um, he, had the, he did all the movies and he, invented, he built planes. Uh, they made the movie The Aviator about him. Really famous rich guy. What was his
1: name? Um, I actually don't know. I've never seen that
0: film. That's oh, really good. Yeah, I think it's one of really the only
1: clear. DiCaprio. It's DiCaprio, right? Yeah. I think it's one of the only DiCaprio films that I have never seen.
0: Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Howard that was Hughes, it. okay. Famous billionaire. Uh, but he, he, he was a recluse as well. He, he used to lock himself away and not talk to people. By the end, he never spoke to anybody except his like one aide or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, a, a part of me, th- like, if you're so intelligent... And you're clearly thinking about different things than the majority of society. Like, for example, I mean, do you think Elon Musk is interested in Instagram or, you know, what's trending on Instagram or, you know, just stupid, like, society things that we have these days? He, Elon Musk is literally, he's really, really afraid of, artificial intelligence and the potential that it has he's really afraid of global warming and he's so afraid that he's like determined to put an a a human civilization on mars and also he's determined to reduce the amount of traffic in in california by building massive tunnels under los angeles these are the things that he's thinking of what what other person thinks of these things I, imagine if he's in a, a relationship with somebody I, I don't know if he is or not but if his girlfriend is like what what do they talk about that's not the amazing things that he's yeah. doing like
0: world like world creating like so, society defining decisions yeah uh, um, so what would the
1: conversation be like you know oh, so uh, hey honey how was your day Uh are we going to Mars yet?
0: I think no. I think you can. I I I would guess that you could um, compartmentalize your 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 projects and your thoughts. So compartmentalize would be put them into different sections. So when I'm working, I think about this. When I'm at home, I think about this. Uh, not to the extent, right? Obviously, you'll constantly have some issues in your head. But I think like world leading politicians. I think it comes to the point where... So, okay, Mark, you run your own business, mm-hmm. right? You used to work for... <laughs> used to work for uh, an off-license, a bottle shop, <laughs> uh, back in the day, back in Dublin. I want to explain and off-license
1: because um, yeah. that language, I think, is probably unclear. Um, an off-license is a place or a shop that sells alcohol, only alcohol.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, you, you used to work there and you used to be stressed about, like, maybe not heavily, like, badly stressed, but you used to be stressed about co workers, getting a job done, what's going to happen next, um, or, or your shifts coming up, these things. Yeah. They yeah. were routine
1: things. Yeah, of course.
0: Routine <laughs> things, that, but they consumed your time. Uh, I think never in a million years would you have thought at that point how you'd be able to handle your own business, you know? You might have dreamt of it, but it's not until you're actually doing the next, and you have far more responsibility now, and it's because you've created it, and you're dealing with it just as well as you did back when you thought working in a small shop was important, you know? So I think as we gain, this is my theory, as we gain responsibility, and as as we normalize responsibility, we are able to, put it into like, oh, well, yeah, okay, I'm thinking on a much bigger scale, but I still just want to go home and have a cup of coffee and, you know, enjoy life. Like, it'll be different. Definitely if somebody's thinking about living on Mars by the year 2030 or whatever, fuck yeah, their conversations are going to be a bit different. But I think they can still relax and have normal lives. I think. Mm, I would guess. I, Um, I don't know. Disagree? I
1: don't disagree. Um... First of all I, I appreciate the compliment that uh, you think that I, I deal as well with my responsibilities as I did in the past. I I, I definitely don't. It, it you have to be much more um, disciplined like in in what you do. If you want to be kind of able to distract yourself, you know, you have to do things like exercise, etc. Um, but I imagine yes, for some, you... somebody, no, but somebody for like, I mean, who has a total, totally, totally, totally different level of responsibility. Imagine you're Elon Musk, and mm-hmm. I don't know. You have made a decision in that day, and then you go, "Okay, I'm going home. I'm hungry. I want to have dinner." And then next yes. thing, the the governor of California is calling you, and he wants to talk to you about the decision you have just made.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: your your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your wife or your husband is you know interested to talk about um you know i don't know schools for children or something mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's just i just think it's difficult and i and i understand why he is under you know i think i think the, this process that he's going through is, is obviously, a, it's a way of dealing with stress, which is like, I don't care. You know what, N- Not naughty by nature, $20 million, whatever, I don't care. Mm. Um, and actually, he probably doesn't care, because if Elon Musk wanted, he could probably make $20 million tomorrow mm-hmm. by doing something.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, I think we've given enough time to Mr. Musk today but um, yeah. it's an interesting it's an it, interest. it's he's yeah. he's he's one to to follow one to follow yes
0: yeah I agree uh, kind of staying somewhat in the same realm uh, like the same area mm-hmm. realm would be a, a, a place so same, kind of the same place mm-hmm. um, can I just spell that
1: before you continue it's because it's very unusual spelling realm is R E A L M realm, realm.
0: Um, talking about uh, decision-making and, and being logical or thinking about decisions, uh, Mark, have you ever gone to a casino? <sighs>
1: Unfortunately, yes.
0: <laughs> Aha. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that answers my second question. <laughs> have you ever lost at a casino?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Always, every time.
0: Always, yeah. So I want to talk about uh, when uh, people gamble, and they stay gambling even though they've lost. Yeah, so, so I've done it.
1: Just to explain, yeah. to, to gamble, G-A-M-B-L-E. To gamble is when you you put money um, on something and um, either you win or you don't. For example, in roulette, you gamble, you put money on red or black. And um, if you win, then you win. And if you lose, you lose. But this is the action of gambling. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
0: And you, no, 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 good. Okay. But there's this um, phenomenon, um, uh, an event that we can't quite understand, or we, can't, we, we don't know the reason for a phenomenon, um, uh, that people will sit and continue to gamble long after they should have left. Mm-hmm. So if I said, I have 50 euro in my pocket, I'm going to gamble that, and then if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose, I leave. But then I lose my 50 and I go to the cash machine or the ATM and I get another 100 out and I gamble that. Even though I told myself I was only going to lose 50 and I keep losing, I keep losing. People do this a lot and they do it not just in casinos, but um, trying, staying, like say if you were, some people say if you were walking to the shop mm-hmm. and you're over halfway there. Yeah. And you remember, it's Sunday and the shop's closed. Okay. And you know it's closed. And you're thinking, well, I've come this far. I might, I might as well just, I'll go for a walk and just see if see if it's open. I'll just see if they've, if, or maybe there's a shop near it open or something. And mm-hmm. like, you know that, you know it's closed. But because you've gone over half ways, you refuse to accept that you left the house for nothing. Like, you still go, even though you've lost yeah. the you, you you've failed in the point of doing it, so scientists have been experimenting with this, and they've come up with a name for it It's called um the sunk cost fallacy so a uh sunk cost would be money you've put into something I've sunk something into it i've I've put money into something, and a fallacy is um something that isn't true like a lie or a um a, a story that isn't true so the idea is we think we've put so much money into something or so much time or effort into something, it's harder for us to say we lost than to just keep losing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we hope, we dream that it'll be okay. Whereas if we stopped and actually thought about it, we'd go, we lost, we should walk away.
1: Yeah. I I, I totally get that. And Mm. I think I'm... I'm no different to everybody else. I suffer from that uh, a lot sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, but it's interesting.
0: But the, the, the interesting thing was they, they, they've done experiments on like rodents as well, like mice and rats. And they do the same thing where they'll give them some sort of game and they'll get pellets uh, to eat. And then they'll keep the pellet far beyond the time it would logically mean to keep playing the game but the rats keep playing it because they want, even though it's wasting their time now and they could get food somewhere else, they're still doing this and, th- which means this isn't just a human trait, it's a, it's a, it's a trait, uh, a trait is a, a um, uh, characteristic. How you Just a characteristic of nature and the thing is it's really hard to figure out why we do it. There's no like mm. really, there's no really good reason to do it. It's just, really hoping on the big payout. I think that's all we want, you know? The big win. Even though we know the chances of us having it are far, far, far beyond reality.
1: But, so, (laughs) it's interesting, because isn't every hero's story based around this logic of person starts towards some objective, then... They go through a lot of fucking difficulty trying to get that objective, trying to achieve that objective. Perhaps like incredible difficulty, you know, in a lot of hero stories, the, they could even, you know, die and come back to life or, you know, <laughs> be seriously yeah. injured or, or something like this. Um, and in the end, normally the objective is, is achieved or completed. Technically, at some point you could say you you could stop that story in the middle and say, Listen, you're you know, you're really badly injured, you know, why do you continue to try and achieve this objective you should like stop? Um so if you're gambling, you're you're mm. your own little hero in your head, and you're like, Okay, mm. I've lost. This is just a difficult part, it's going to get better. Um but then <laughs> reality is think, very different.
0: I think I think the difference is when you're when you um confronted by challenges in reaching a goal like saving the day or saving the person or something like that or whatever it is the superheroes are doing it's within their control how they react to each challenge whereas when you gamble you are just you you're not in control of the outcome whatsoever you don't have control of the outcome. You're just hoping it turns out your way. Whereas if you're actually phys- physically meeting challenges of people trying to stop you or something getting in your way, you have the choice of how you deal with that issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But h- how much do we really have control of things on? That's the question.
0: Oh, chaos theory, man. We have none. Uh, but don't, don't don't, don't, tell anybody that because, you know, society will break down we'll all go mad. But... Uh, <laughs> Just keep looking at Instagram. Keep looking at Instagram. Yeah, just keep looking. Keep let, mm. yeah. Just keep looking at YouTube. Let's no one look up. Okay, no one look up. <laughs>
1: just, just don't think. All right, just, just yeah. stop thinking, and you'll be, you'll be totally fine.
0: You'll be fine. Yeah, I think that's a good point to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: Will I try and teach something? Yeah. This week on I um, I want to try and teach um, some vocabulary that I'm guessing the majority of English learners have never heard this vocabulary before and um, it's in relation normally to to work or uh, an organization it doesn't have to be work professional work but it could be an organization that you are a part of um, and The vocabulary is pecking order. So it's P-E-C-K-I-N-G order. O-R-D-E-R. And pecking order is a system where some people have the right to get benefits or promotions before others. Um, So, for example, you could argue that um, in Coca-Cola, there's a pecking order for who gets the most amount of christmas bonuses or something like this um (laughs) it's a random example but pecking order is obviously just a system it's like it's unofficial normally right it's unofficial and probably based around popularity of of some kind you know um so perhaps there's a pecking order in one organization because, you know, the, the president has uh, friends and his friends are the first people to receive benefits. So they are first in the pecking order. Or perhaps there's another organization. And in this organization, the highest value is the amount you work. So your work ethic. So the person who is in charge in this uh, organization will look at those people who work the hardest and they will be the highest on the pecking order. So they will be the ones to receive the benefits or the promotions, etc. Um, it's, it's, it's a type of uh, vocabulary that you will hear um, English speakers using and I have never seen it in an English um, language learner's book so I thought I'd um, detail that vocabulary for us today.
0: Well, thank you very much.
1: Did you understand that or that makes no sense?
0: I, that makes sense to me, yeah. All right, yeah.
1: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks very much for listening. Um, and we'll uh, talk to you next week.
0: Bye.